0: So he runs up on me, clearly in need, and I, you know, I turn to him, and the very first thing he says, I thought that this was the most interesting pitch ever. He said,
1: hey man, listen,
0: I don't have AIDS for nine years, brother, hold on. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. It was the weirdest
1: thing, hold on now, brother, I don't have AIDS for nine years. Now listen, listen to me, give me a second now. Hey man, listen, you trying to go half on a laptop or what? Like, these right. like. so now, so now when they... I tell him that I don't have anything for him, it's a, it takes, he looks at me for about two seconds and then, and then he's just like, God, welcome Damn. to the Any Last Words podcast. My name is Keon, a.k.a. Almighty the DJ. And I am Earl Lonnie Hooks. You can't
0: see me, but I'm bowing to each and every one of you right now, a.k.a. Young One with Himself. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Keon, as well. Hold on. Did you just add a new, did you just
1: add a new name in?
0: Was that? No, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm, I, you couldn't tell. It was a space. I was giving homage between me giving Erlani hooks and letting oh. them know what my alias was. I'm letting okay. them know that I was also bowing to them while I was doing so.
1: Okay. Okay. I,
0: yeah, right. I misunderstood that for a second. <laughs> Namaste. The God in me honors the God in you, all
1: of you. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yes. I like What's it. What's going on, man? What's going on? How you feeling? Uh, I'm good, man. Um, you know, just woke up today and decided to do something a little different. I do it every once in a while, but not always. Um, I got up today. Obviously, I got the boy ready for school and everything. Um, <laughs> but I made myself some food and I just I went outside on the porch and I was just out there chilling, eating my food, had my laptop set up, uh, getting some homework done before I knew we had to do this. Um, and it felt good, man. Like it's something about waking up and just stepping outside and letting that sunlight hit you. That just is just it's a natural. Just brings kind of a natural high. I just feel like I'm just. I'm. I get elevated when I step out there. I'm ready for the day when I just step out there. You know. I think
0: that's what, that's one of the things they were saying that was causing such depression for people through the uh, the quarantine was that people weren't getting the vitamin D, the necessary vitamin D. Oh, for real? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, because of... I guess I guess a lot. Well, you know what? I guess a lot of people did feel like they just. I guess there's some folks out there that just stayed inside the entire time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah, was
0: not yeah, one of those people. Yes, yes, <laughs> there, yeah, yes, Keon. There were plenty. There were plenty of people that actually quarantined themselves Shit. from from the rest of the world. Like they sat in the house. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> they drew. They drew the blinds, the curtains. And well, they, look, they that's just, that's, that's just you know, dramatic. And they just.
1: And they just saw darkness for that's, many months. That's just dramatic. <laughs> and it, I, anyone that did that shouldn't be surprised that they became depressed, because yeah, <laughs> that—that's you. Yeah, I'm no offense, but you need to see yourself. Like you don't just go in the joint, start closing up all the blinds, <laughs> just start just sitting in a dark room. Like you know, don't hide do hiding hiding underneath the bed, just yeah, looking out. Like yo, hoping like, that the COVID don't yeah, get to you. Just let some of that sunlight in. I promise, oh it'll do some God. good.
0: <laughs> no, that's for sure. I feel fucking amazing. I've been feeling amazing. Well, I think one of the main reasons is be- yesterday. So today is October the 5th. Yes, it is. Slowly, slowly creeping into fall. Spooky um, season. Spooky season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, I have some things to say about it being spooky season because it's going to be a bit spookier this season than mm-hmm. regular. <laughs> um, But yesterday marked one month of my sobriety. Awesome. Yes. Yes. How does it uh, feel? The fog. The fog has cleared. ha <laughs> And uh, I won't sing I can see clearly now as I've done two or three times before But Yeah the fog is cleared and I just feel, feel I feel great I was talking to Mikey about this and I've talked to him about it before On certain hiatuses of mine But There is so much more time In the day now (laughs) <laughs> i know it sounds weird to anybody but maybe that? that's just been the, like drunk or high for a long time but oh okay when, okay i got you yeah yeah like when yeah you're no longer just arrested by the haze <laughs> you know what i mean you really realize just how much more time in a day there is did you, did you find yourself not being able to get out of the clouds not being able to get out of the clouds of smoke and, and, and when you say that, no, no, I was not, I was no, I, that, I was not lost. I was, I was not lost in the dark haze, you know, for too long. Yeah, it it, it doesn't take, but you know, that long after you stop smoking and stuff like that. As long as you, I started, ex, you know, I was exercising heavily, mm-hmm. so that helps getting that runner's high and right. building that adrenaline helps out a whole lot more. Again, I've been doing that four to five times a week, going to the gym. Two of those days is yoga. Either a yin yoga, where you're just getting a really deep stretching, where you sort of melt away in the stretches for like five minutes at a time, which is really fucking great. I need that, especially my lower back always needs that.
1: Um, but you, you, but, you, you. I mean, you would, you would do, you would still do those things when you were smoking and drinking,
0: though, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Did you find I, that you had not, like not a, nearly as? I'm sorry, not nearly as much. Not no, as much? I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as as uh, okay. committed because I wanted to ask I, I you. I do if envy. You had, no, I envy those people. <laughs> that those can people both. That, that find a way to yeah I don't oh, know those, yeah those, okay. those are weird those are weirdos <laughs> those people that just that can just drink and smoke and still find a way to get up and like accomplish a lot of things right now right. again I don't think that they could they are accomplishing nearly as much as they would if they weren't because it still takes just a lot of energy out of you uh-huh. you know what I mean and yeah yeah it just it takes a lot of energy out of you and again it just takes it just takes time out of your day it just takes time out of your day so yeah, There's I feel just that. so much more time for me to go and do activities and get into things that I'm really, really involved in. And I'm being I'm finding myself saying this a whole lot more that I'm much more of an active participant in my daily activities and my daily life than than I remember being before.
1: So you feel like you're just kind of like pumping on all cylinders here now. Yes. Yes, exactly gotcha. that. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, st- on you, heavy steam from the from the V6, you a V8
0: now. huh? Oh, boy. If yeah, I feel like I've I feel like I've at least doubled. All right? Yeah, yeah, 12. Good V12. shit. <laughs> B12. Good yeah, shit. Pumping. Heavy steam. But What's um, going on,
1: man. What do you what do you got? What do you got? I want to start off with something that I'm sure that every, all of us have been through at some point in our lives. Um and I've That's actually great. it's I've had two things happen to me um in very recent weeks and they're kind of funny, but I, you know, I, I, with you having some experience in it, I, I figured you might be able to weigh in on this as well. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I think you told, uh, you know, very slightly, you spoke on how, you know, you used to go up to Aldi's and, you know, uh, get get a bunch of like fresh fruits and make sandwiches and have crackers and water and stuff like that. And you would distribute that, those uh, little, you know, little lunch bags of full of food to yes. people that were homeless. Your little um, a
0: little itty-bitty survival packs. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, but are you the type of person that gives money to those people? And I ask that because a lot of people don't like to give money to homeless people because they feel like they're just going to use it on drugs or they're going to use it on alcohol or something yeah. like that. Um, how, yeah. do you, what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah.
0: Um, I have not given money to a homeless person in many many years okay um, I think that when I was orchestrating these teams of people going out to DC mm-hmm. that's I think for me so this is I think why I was doing it one it is sustenance right it is it is means of sustaining life so that is that is something to be applauded period it's something that is need that is necessary mm-hmm. right. And you know where where the money's going, right? Right. So that's one. Two, you had a real conversation, you had a real exchange with these people. You were giving out food, they were talking back to us. I remember there was one guy, it's, I'll, I think I'll always remember this because of the togetherness that it sort of brought in the conversation. He was like, Yeah, man, like, where are you guys coming from? Like, oh, you know, out in Manassas. You know, Manassas is so small. I don't expect for anybody to know where Manassas is or what it's about. Um, aside from, you know, Mikey rubbing his ass on a fruit in the newspaper. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm like, oh, well from Manassas. He's like, oh, is it Virginia? it's like, yeah, I am Northern Virginia probably about, an, you know, 45 an hour away or something like that. He's just like, oh, y'all driving? Y'all like, we were kids. Day. He's like, y'all kids driving out here? I'm like, yeah. was like, what church group are you guys with? Ha. N- n- no, sir. Um, he's an atheist. He's agnostic. Uh, this person just identifies as being spiritual. There are two Christians over there. He's Muslim, and this person would probably say that there's something like a Buddhist. Okay. Um, but we're here today together, and and we're just giving this food out because this is something we've had discussions about, and we felt compelled to help people. Period. So. We're having like real conversations, and if you could have just imagined the look on this dude's face when he just realized that it was just right. a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids that had nothing to do with any church affiliation, it right. just came up here on their own dime, on their own time, and did this. It was fucking amazing, and like it's moments like that that made it worth it for us. So that's not really something. These are all things that you don't really get if you're just giving like a dollar fifty, or whatever, out of your pocket, right? And again, you don't quite know where it's going. I'm not going to say clearly there's no flat statements here of they're going to go spend it on drugs and alcohol or, you know, they really need it. And they're going to go spend it on whatever. Usually if people are asking for things like that, they need it. Um, and, you know, you can't you can't you don't really want to withhold what you have to give them simply because of something that they may go do with it because you don't know. Right. You don't um, know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: don't. But no, and, I, haven't, I haven't really been one to do that.
1: No, And the reason I'm glad you said that, because I was thinking to myself, like, well, you know, I, for one, if I ha- I don't carry a lot of cash, I don't really I don't really have cash on me like that. Right. But when I do, if it, you know, if I got like two bucks in my pocket, I got maybe a five dollar bill in my pocket. I will give it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. It doesn't bother me. I don't think too deep into it. Like, oh, what, you know, what is he gonna do with it? Like, you know, yeah, like, like uh, does he
0: look, does he look
1: like one of the more ambitious, cleaner right, ones? Right. Because, to, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like if he's not, you know, if he's not going to get if he's not going to do something bad with it, um, mm. then I just feel like, who am I? Okay, no, let me restart that. Let me restart that. For it. I don't know what he's gonna do with it <laughs> yeah he, First he and foremost that, that person might go buy some heroin or they might go buy a 40 pack of mm. you know a 40 pack of you know uh bottled water you know right. what I'm saying right but it's just like if I have this this if I have these these thoughts in my mind like oh you know what are they gonna do with it are you know are they you know what are they you know then I'm just like OK, well, all the all the good guys out there, I'm, you know, I'm just I'm looking at them in that same light and I don't know anything about these people. You yes. know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm going to tell you two stories right now of two different run ins with um some. I'm not going to I'm not going to call either of them homeless. I'm just going to say someone in need. OK, because um, I don't know if they have a home or not. So,
0: right for sure. Yeah, ex- you know. So we can't speak, but, like, de- but it definitely seemed as though they had uh, maybe ran into some misfortune. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right, right. Now gotcha. let me ask you this: You want the good one or the bad one first? Oh, we're definitely going good
1: first. We got it. Okay. We got Yeah. Um. So, uh, last week, this was like last week. Me and Antoinette, we were heading out to go fishing i'm not going to get into that but we were heading out to go Are you fishing. Sure you
0: don't want to take the, the nope. next 45 minutes nope. to explain to us nope. nope.
1: no no <laughs> no um but we were heading out to go fishing and we went over to this corner store that's like kind of across the street from our neighborhood right Mm-hmm. And there were two guys standing outside of the corner store and I figured they look like two brothers in need um, because, you know, you don't just be standing outside of the corner store. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, who the, for what? For what? Though? And, uh, if you're going to yeah, correct me, I mean, for, you, tell me why.
0: No, no, no. Again, I was talking <laughs> to you about all the time in the day. There are things that I need to do with that time aside from standing in front of the corner store. So if right. you are in front of the corner store, just hanging out like this is sort of your place, then, yeah, probably. Right. Um, Yeah.
1: So. Uh, you know, we go it. We go inside, and we we're in there. We're gathering up materials, getting you know just things to eat and snack on while we're um out at the pier fishing. And so I'm i you know I'm going to get some ice. I need a bag of ice, you know, just in case I catch something today. I want to keep it on ice, you know, whether I okay. use it for bait or I just take it home. Yeah. Um. So I'm talking to the guy at, um, that's running the spot, and he's telling me, yeah, the ice is outside. And he was like, you know, go see what size that, uh, you want so I can charge you accordingly. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. So I step outside, right? I open up the ice chest. One of the guys – so there's two – like I said, there's two guys out there. One of right. them is an older gentleman. The other one's a younger gentleman, probably a little bit younger than us, to be honest with you, mm, in his mid-20s. Okay. And so I'm okay. looking through the ice and everything. So the guy, the younger guy, he's standing right there next to the ice uh holder, uh or ice box, whatever the hell you want to call it. Right. And he's like, Hey, you know, I can help you carry that ice to your car if you need me to. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I kind of look up at him and I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm good. And the only reason right. I said that is because my car is like right behind me. And I know he saw me pull up in it. So it's just yeah. it doesn't make any sense for me to say Ooh. Yes, do that yeah, for me. Yes, yes, you know sir. I'm
0: I am a, I am a grown, able-bodied man, but I would love for you to take this bag of ice for me to my car, two feet behind me. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm just yeah, like,
1: no. nah, like I, I'm good, man. I don't I don't need you to do that. And he's like, oh, okay, you know, uh, you know, that's cool, you. Know? And so the older gentleman comes over to me and he says, "Hey, man, you think you gave me uh, give me something to drink out of there?" And I'm just like, I look at him. And I was like, "Yeah, I got you." You know, I like hey. Listen, yeah, man. He, this man yeah. asked me for something to drink. I you know, yeah. I'ma go in here and get this man some water. Is you know, it's right. not a big deal to me. Right. And so I go in there, I buy two uh one liter uh deer parks, right, and I go out there, I hand him the bag, and he says, Thanks, man, I really appreciate that. And I was like, No problem, man. And you know, easy. I, you know, I felt good about it. It was a good deed, like, you know, cool. Okay. And so here's the funny part of it. We get in the car. And I tell Antoinette, you know, what happened and everything. And she was like, oh, man, I would have thought he was uh, asking for beer or something. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, one, I just felt like if that's what he wanted, he probably should have been a little more clear about that. Because when right. you ask somebody for something to drink, the yes. first thing I'm thinking of is water. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not thinking of a six pack of Coors like. Yeah. And hmm. two, if this man is out here asking me for something to drink in front of the corner store, he don't need to be worried about drinking no beer right now. He needs to worry about surviving cuz something is going wrong in his life. He he is on survival mode right now.
0: So yeah. there's no what's, way I'm giving him beer. What's I'm funny him water. is on the
1: <laughs> on the on the
0: other side of the spectrum for that is I I know this is this has been an argument for people that want to maybe get a little high or drink some alcohol is you're right i am in survival mode I, I like i'm fucking dying out here i i'm like my fucking life is disastrous it is a calamity if you knew everything wrong that mm-hmm. has been going on in my life for however many months or years i need to help by self-medicating And or maybe fight off these elements, the cold in particular, with the warmth that liquor is going to bring me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think like that is a survival tactic for a lot of, you know, misfortunate people.
1: So I could I could totally understand. I'm not saying that that's healthy at all, by the way. So (laughs) I could totally understand that. But I think it goes back to my first point. If if that's what he wanted, he could have been way more clear about it. Yeah, for sure. No, a
0: thousand percent. <laughs> a thousand percent. Because uh, even cause even if he was asking for that, so that means that you just go in there and get any type but then again, right. beggars can't be choosers. That's so, true. So so if if you were to go in there and come out with any alcoholic drink, I'm sure he would have just been like, Cool, yep, this will do. <laughs> like, <laughs> this would this will do. Like at that point, you don't like fuck a favorite alcoholic drink. Like if he's right. willing to go in there and buy me anything, like right. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. It could be the Rolling Rock. It could be the Coors. It could be the Yingling. It could be whatever the fuck. <laughs> could have been that that Blue Bull Sklitz. Oh, God. <laughs> could have been a two eleven. I'm sorry. There's just certain beers that, like I'm not. <laughs> the, the, I mean, there's a lot of things I haven't. I've never had one of those. But I, I, I don't wouldn't. think I have either. But I'm not drinking one of those. Uh, <laughs> Rolling Rock again—that's trash. What are some trash-ass beers? Like what? Are uh, tr- like Blue Ribbon, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh god! Oh yeah, they P- sell those love... for oh, a people... dollar in some places. Wait Come a minute! On. Like like a whole bottle? Like a like a like a
1: little can? Like a little a can? A can for a dollar? Yeah, that's I, so, insane. Hold on. This was—I only seen this in one place. This was uh, several years ago. I was in Fort Lauderdale. And I went to a Sonic. Crazy enough, in Fort Lauderdale, they sell beer at the Sonics. Um, but, guys, I mean, we,
0: guys, we got to stop doing this to each other. Like we, <laughs> we, like, we can't be going out and getting fucking chili cheese dogs and, and PBRs. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, at that joint, they were selling the PBRs for a dollar so they do exist oh, somewhere. oh
0: man it's just trash as beers man I Budweiser, mean, budweiser's trash budweiser's trash. trash
1: oh my gosh man okay um, all right Continu- so continue continue <laughs> here's my second story let's do it i went to i was i was on my way to somewhere i think i was going into dc for some reason um and I'm headed down Branch Avenue. Um, if, if for anybody that recognizes that, anybody any, anybody that lives in like D.C. or Maryland should definitely recognize that. <laughs> oh. But um, so I go to the gas station, right? And I'm I'm you know getting ready to get gas, and I see this gentleman approaching me. Um, he definitely looks like he's in need. Um, he comes over. He's he's probably standing about I don't know ten or fifteen feet away from me, but I can still hear him. He doesn't have to yell or anything like that. So okay. he asked me if I can give him, you know, spare any change, any, any, any sort of bills or anything like that. Right. Um, I don't have any, I don't have any cash to give him. And I'm mm. for damn sure not going inside the ATM to do it. Um, <laughs> but, but, so when I tell him, when I tell him that I don't have anything for him, it's, t- it takes, he looks at me for about two seconds. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's just like, God damn it! And I'm just and and I'm just looking at him, and I just don't even know what to say. You know, like I don't. All I really, all I really want to do at this point is like finish pumping my ad, finish pumping my gas, get in my car, and leave. Because like I don't like that. You should have heard it. That goddamn it came from a place of utter despair. Right, like, right, right. No, like. I just I can't even tell you like that nigga was just he like he wasn't even mad at me. But it's just like, like no, no. It, you could just tell
0: he was just mad at another piece of misfortune, at another, yeah. at another step backwards in life. Just yeah, you're like just like I can't take too much more of these. Yeah, like, like he must
1: have asked twenty God niggas no! that day. He must have asked twenty niggas that day for something, and every and one God of them got said 20 no. Knows, and he was just over it.
0: <laughs> and i you know I'm like i'm so sorry that i'm laughing at this, <laughs> this. i know it, it's <laughs> but it's, it's fucking just <laughs> just him going because the way that you painted the picture it seems as though he came and was very very nice the way that he asked yeah, it. So, definitely, so he definitely. had so he had complete composure when he asked you the question but right. then completely lost it after you said no like yeah that's man. that's what's funny to me is just and like
1: i felt bad oh my God. you know what i'm saying like i felt bad not not bad enough to go inside for the atm but i felt bad and i was just like let me just get out of here because like i don't know what's i don't know what this man is up to i don't know what his next step might be like let me just get out of here
0: You know what, Mikey's going to be upset because I'm sure he's already going to be thinking about it when he hears that. He's going to be upset if I don't tell this. So when we were out, he was, you know, he uh, went out there with us once or twice to go serve the people out in in D.C. And I told you we would go out there with 100 plus bags, these Ziploc bags with all these goodies in them. The
1: hell y'all was transporting these things in. What do you mean? I mean, like, were y'all just holding the Ziploc bags? and or Oh, like, we'd, put
0: have, we'd have we'd have, book bags on, you know okay, what I mean? And just okay. stuff book bags full of all these little Ziploc bags, yeah. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. And as soon as we pulled up, because like I told you, the whole block would be full of people just, you know, congregating, sitting around, hanging out, whatever, just waiting for this this homeless shelter to open up so they could have, you know, first come, first serve. right. So as soon as we pull up and get out the car, they know what time it is. You know what I mean? Again, survival mode. So these people, yeah, like they know what it is. Like y'all don't belong around here. Oh, and they got book bags on. We know what time it is. Let's go. It's so like, you know, you going to the pier and, and throwing out bread for seagulls. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they know exactly right, right. what it is. So it's like they, they're just conditioned to now know who and who does not belong and what they got on. And you know what I mean? Like, you coming out, people got Jordans on and this and that, and they got book bags. and They know what it is. They're sitting outside of a homeless shelter. They know exactly what it is. I was flexing on them, huh? No, don't do that. Cause you know I wasn't. Cause you know I wasn't wearing no fucking Jordans. <laughs> I was out there in some tattered ass fucking purple vans with duct tape around them to hold them together. Oh my together. god! Yeah, that's how I was rocking and some tie dye shirts that I made. <laughs> Hair looking crazy. Yeah, it, these were these were <laughs> like the peak of my hippy dippy days. But right. um, we get out the car. They you know flock. We start passing them out, and it would take again a hundred plus bags. It would take us. Less than eight minutes to pass out all these bags, and we. I remember passing out like the very last one. And this dude came around the corner, he got there just a little too late and was like, Hey, man, y'all got any more? Y'all got any more of them things? And we were like, Nah, man, we just passed out the last one.
1: And he was like, God. Damn! You know? I'm hungry, God!
0: I'm just like yo. <laughs> i <I'm sorry. laughs> Mikey and I, you're know, like we couldn't help but yo, you know, like We
1: are over here laughing at homeless niggas right no, now. Oh no, my God. but th- no, but this is but this is the point though, because Mikey and I, we I couldn't know. help but see
0: the humor in it, because because exaggeration to us is just like that is a huge element to comedy but (laughs) right it's but it's like he just he flipped like it it seemed as though and maybe it was but it seemed as though all life was lost like every like his world was crumbling down around him so that's what you made me think of and it's like damn bro like you didn't get this ziploc bag with water and crackers and fruit snacks and you know banana apple whatever else we had in there and he just flipped the fuck out. Like, Lord knows, I'm hungry. Damn. <laughs> like, he was just going off. I'm like, yo, like this is wild. Now, maybe that is his life. And maybe he truly fucking felt that, which is why I did it. Maybe it wasn't really even theatrical. Right. Maybe it was really like, fuck, bro. Like, I keep losing out. Like, y'all don't know what my last week has been like. Jeez. But this is the fucking cherry on top. Like, this is fucking terrible. So, it's like, it, it, was, it was terrible. I'm just like, all right, dude. Just like, you don't got any friends around here that'll help you, that'll, you know what I mean, that'll maybe give you a couple of things out of their bag that we just passed them to or something like, I don't know. like. But it was, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I, and there's there's another story. So that, I, I guess I don't have any, you know, good ones off of this, except for the fact that we went out and gave to all these hundreds of people. But uh-huh. uh, So I, I just gave a bad one, and I'll give one more bad one, which is more so of a funny one, actually. I don't know if you were there. I don't I actually quite remember who was there with me, but we're at Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. We're about to go into Seven Eleven, and this dude ran up on me.
1: <laughs> was it was it the one that was it the one by Manassas Cinemas?
0: Um, yes. Okay, and he they, was. They're clearly... always out there. Oh yeah, for a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, they've been holding that. They've been holding that block down yeah, for a while they now. They are
1: always out there. All right. So yeah. he runs
0: up on me, clearly in need. And I, you know, I turned to him and he, very first thing he says, I thought that this was the most interesting pitch ever. He said, hey, man, listen, I don't have AIDS for nine years, brother. Hold on. And I'm like, OK, wait, wait, what? wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, why is wait, that, wait. Why is that the first <laughs> thing that you say?" <laughs> Because in his mind Well listen I mean it kind of got to me because It, I'm thinking broke, the, laws, it so. broke the ice? I started Yeah because one it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild Like that's a wild thing To say to somebody It's a wild thing To just like proclaim You know what I mean <laughs> right. To have AIDS for nine years And to just be in a vulnerable place To tell somebody Hey listen Yeah this is not like a talk <laughs> Whether group, but... <laughs> Yeah whether Whether it's true or not You know what I mean Because now in my mind I'm already starting to calculate exactly how much money you pull out of your pocket and give to somebody that just told you they had AIDS <laughs> for nine years. <laughs> I'm like- Not enough oh, to cure sh-. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I, but I'm but i in my head, he don't fuck me up for a second. I'm like, oh shit, this motherfucker had AIDS for nine years. All right, what do I oh. give him? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, this nigga got so it you. So like, comes hey, <laughs> now brother, I don't have AIDS for nine years. Now hold on now, hold on. Before I, before I walk in there trying to get my attention, this, this dude was the- <laughs> the most unique needy man. Yeah. Cuz cuz not only was that <laughs> was that his initial <laughs> a, a, like initiation into the conversation, but then he carried on to say, <laughs> "Hey man, listen, you trying to go half on a laptop or what?" I'm like, "Okay, all right, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold, this hold on, hold on, shit a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> You've had AIDS for nine years was the first thing that you've said to me now, (laughs) not so you could ask me for money, but because you would like for me to go half on a laptop with you. What does going half on a laptop with a complete stranger in need mean exactly? Like, do I give you the money, have the money for the laptop right now, and you go off and get it, and I meet you back <laughs> here in front of in front of Seven Eleven a week from now, and we and we switch off who has the laptop week to week? Like, do what, you, are you, do what are you, what are you talking do you about? Have access to Wi Fi? Yeah, how are you? <laughs> What are you getting this laptop for? You you got a report, dude? It was the weirdest thing. Hold on now, brother. I don't have A's for nine
1: years. Now, listen, listen to me. Give me a second now. You trying to go half on a laptop or what? I'm like, nigga! What? Like, you bro, really made him sound like some kind of 70s junkie too
0: <laughs> that was the pop i got bro. I'm just thinking, you know what i'm saying like bro listen bro. i look like, if you don't get your ass away from me like i'm sorry man like, i just can't i can't do this right now bro i'm gonna come in here and get myself a little spicy bite i'm gonna get myself an honor palmer some candy and i'm gonna be out i don't know what you talking about oh man <laughs> oh god man yeah that's horrible though man i'm so glad i'm so i'm glad i'm so sorry i'm so just distraught that people really have to go through that like just even again even having those conversations is like to put yourself in that person's shoes is crazy right like you know just what like what would have to transpire in your life to find yourself in front of a 7-eleven screaming at somebody in that fashion is just
1: man you know a lot of these a lot of these folks just be like kind of like you know, they'll a lot of pe- a lot of these folks have like mental issues, you know what I'm saying? They've been casted out cast out into the into the world because you know, oh, people don't have the percent. means to help them or don't want to help them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit is yeah, tough then, out here. And man. then people
0: yeah, and then people um look at people wildly. I remember uh actually I'll just say it. Henry Henry told me about the the term broke and he was like, yeah, I think it's just wild that Motherfuckers just look just if you don't got money, people say that you are broke. Like mm-hmm. think about that, like you are broken. Right. Like you like you you are to be fixed. You hmm. you do not work. You are trash. You're broke. Damn. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just wild. So when you say about being cast out, exiled, extricated from you know the community. It's just wild because that is how people are looked at. You have mental health issues, which everyone does. Everyone is on the spectrum, you know what I mean, of mental health, just like everyone's on the spectrum of physical health. You know what I mean? It's just where you are on it. So, you know, everyone's looking at people with mental health issues or people that have less, you know, or just, you know, have less than them. And, you know, it's just, yeah, they look at them as pariahs, lepers, just people, just little murky, nasty troll monsters lurking under the bridge, It's not it's nazi, but that's the way people look at them. It's like they're not human anymore. Let me ask you this, because this is going to go
1: into my next topic. Um, Would you agree or disagree or maybe just not really have an answer when you when when I say that, like. The government kind of doesn't give a shit about people with like disabilities, they kind of try to kind of sweep some of that shit up under the rug. And I know I know. That there are a lot of institutions and stuff like out there, um, like that out here for people with disabilities, but I I kind of think of the same way that a lot of like a lot of a lot of a lot of shit goes down with like veterans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this country, they you know they're so rah rah about the the military and the army and shit like that. But when these veterans yes. come home, a lot of times they just get casted out. How many how many times you seen a homeless person you know rolling around in a wheelchair you know mm-hmm. and and their, a lot of times sign with their sign yeah. at an
0: intersection saying i'm a veteran yeah. yeah and
1: don't get me wrong some of them niggas be lying but a lot of those Thousand people percent. are veterans you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that have just yeah. been casted out um couldn't get you know couldn't get couldn't get a job you know afterwards because they got a right. little ptsd you know right. what i'm saying like shit like that um I mean, well, so, okay. Back to my question: Do you do you kind of agree with what I'm saying there, or do you think there's just? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of ways to look at it.
0: Well, but, I think that America is a business first and foremost, right? Right. So I think that if it does not necessarily help to help, uh-huh. then no, I'm not, then we're not doing it. Okay. Um, if, if it does not, if it does not bring a dollar, then I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking with it. Right. I think that's. I think that's the general consensus.
1: Now I'm going to bring up two instances here. Um. So, you know, I work in retail. Mm. I can't tell you how many times I've just been flabbergasted when someone will return something um, and it got a little mark on it or something like that. Or maybe there's a Mm. slight tear in something. And, you know, in that situation, you can either sell it at a discount or your company will kindly tell you to destroy it. (laughs) At least most of my companies have. No, and, no, I, yeah, I know. And, what you mean. and I just, I hate that shit. Like, why can't we just give this to the goodwill? Why? Why do I have to cut it up and throw it in the trash? Like, clearly you don't want it anymore. Why do I have to destroy it? Why can't I give it to someone that want that could use it? You know, uh, that's yeah. always baffled me. Like, like the capitalism like just because you can't make any money off of it now it just has to be destroyed are you kidding me uh,
0: yeah no i <laughs> i completely understand what you're talking about and yeah that's that's real shit um you know i'm working in You know, food and beverage industry. I'm just fucking right now. I know I I sound like I'm a little distraught. And it's because I am because I'm listening to what you're talking about. And it is something that is dismal. It's some bullshit. (laughs) No, no, it it is. Um, Damn, the mighty dollar, man. What we're willing to do for it. Um, There is a potato chip company called Uglies. Uh One, they make good chips. I think people should uh, check them out. But on the back of these chips, they're, like, gluten-free. They're, like, they're healthy. They're, like, healthier chips. And I remember seeing them, and why I'm bringing this up is because it has so much to do with what you're talking about, just the wasting of things. Like, okay, we can't have this anymore. Cool. We're throwing this out. It sort of uh, has semblance to when I was talking about the making of veal. Right, right. And how we just kill off these baby calves, put them through hell, force feed them, tie, tie their fucking legs together so that they can't, gain any sort of muscle so their meat is tender. Kill them, butcher them, send them off some someplace, cook them, send them out to a table. A lady doesn't like it, it gets sent back, tossed in the garbage, right? <laughs> that could be the life of a, of a baby cow. Right. Now, ugly, f- ugly food facts from the Uglies potato chips. Each year, 30% of food produced worldwide is wasted. One billion tons shit 26% of US produce gets discarded for cosmetic reasons the way that it looks Mm. doesn't mean it's bad doesn't mean it doesn't have its nutrients doesn't mean it won't cook well doesn't mean it won't serve its purpose it means it doesn't look right to the consumer so it's tossed. 26% in the US. 20% of children worldwide under the age of five are undernourished. One fifth of the children in the world under the age of five are undernourished. Now, you, you put those together with the two facts above that I just gave. Right. It seems a little fucking crazy. So, when you talk about your business telling you, you know, the senior execs being like, oh, I'll just toss that shit out. It's insane because you know what could still be done with this. Like, people could have these items. Like, it could still be put to great use. Yeah. But the fact that we're just like, oh, well, we're not selling it. We're not making a dollar. We're not, there's no
1: profit. Okay. We'll talk. To- we'll toss the shit. You, it's
0: insane. Like you think, yeah.
1: like like, do they think that someone that's sitting out in the blistering cold won't appreciate this jacket because it's got a small tear in it? Like again, you know, just, you know, you know what I think. What I think
0: that getting those things to those people would cost more than it would bring in money, so they're not worried about that because. But they got they got bre- they, like they, these companies what? have bread. Like oh it's, yeah no, I know I no, listen like what are we talking about like come on we're talking about having more bread we're talking about greed we're talking about wanting more and yeah. needing more I just want more money more money
1: yeah I guess that's, that's why they greed is a sin
0: huh yeah 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 glutton <laughs> gluttony and greed yeah for sure I mean it's 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 absolutely insane but yeah because they would have to. Just say that you wanted to start giving these things up, mm. right? Like, you were just like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, I'll do it. They might have to th- feel like now they have to pay you to do that. You have to, they have to keep you on the clock longer in order for you to be doing these things, for you to be gathering up these items, for you to be taking them to where you're taking them. Or they're going to have to contract somebody from outwards and then they're going to have to pay them or something along the lines. But either way, they're going to have to. They're going to be. Yeah, it's just it's, 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 it's crazy.
1: Um, I want to bring up something real quick because you brought up chips. A few years
0: ago, I was helping. also wait one what? more thing. But before the chips, they okay. may also just feel like people are gonna start trying to fuck up shoes, like oh. within the company, so that then they could take them out. Because I know that that's sort of a thing in food and beverage. Like, oh well, we're just gonna ring in some food incorrectly, come back a minute or two later, be like, oh wait, no, actually, they have a, a gluten allergy or they have a dairy allergy. We you have to make a new one, so then they take that food and go eat it. So now they're just like, okay, well, in order to mitigate that, we're just going to throw all this stuff away. So now you guys just ring in what needs to be wrung in. So, yeah, I mean, so you yeah, just do I that guess,
1: I guess there's a lot of gray area. Yeah, it is. It's, it's I, conversation just, I feel to like there's, had, a, there's but... a way that we could figure this out, though.
0: No, no, that's very true. And people need to have those conversations about how the fuck to figure it out. So I'm just throw, yeah, just throwing shit away is insane, especially with all the fucking landfills and all the, the trash is just being thrown in the ocean. But that's a whole other discussion. But right. continue.
1: Um, your chips <laughs> So I met a girl um, At my job This was a few years ago um, She came in So you know I'm ringing her up Getting a little bit of information from her Her last name was Utz U-T-Z oh. And I had to ask her I was like <laughs> Is your last name like Uts Like the chip? And she was like Yes it is And I was like So like You mean like Your family name Is a part of The Uts chip company and she was mm. like yeah and i was like wow that's really fucking cool and she was like actually it's not my fa- like i'm actually a little bit distant in that family and that the people that are more on that side of the family with money don't actually really fuck with the people that are on my side of the family mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, and I was I like, know. "Damn!" I was like, "She out here just carrying around that last name and not even getting to the bag for it." That is tough. <laughs> no,
0: I could definitely see that. Yeah, that's sort of that's sort of money right there. That'll definitely call divi- cause division. That is <laughs> tough. Yeah, and I know that, she get that question
1: all the time too, and she probably be telling that fucking all story all the, the time.
0: time, all <laughs> the time. You said, and not even getting to the bag for it. <laughs> um.
1: No pun intended, but... Um, yes. Okay, I was about to say. I was, um, was going to call it. <laughs> yeah, but... um. So, go, to head back to disabilities, this is another piece of information I wanted to display um, as far as, you know, the government not giving a shit about people with disabilities. So, um, I don't know if you watched the debate or not. I didn't watch it. I, you know, I, I looked at several clips. Um, right. And so, I came across this clip with this girl uh, complaining because she's just um, become eligible to vote and she was really interested in watching the debate. Mm. This girl is also deaf. Okay. And she was complaining that there were no sign language interpreters for the live viewing of the debate. Yeah. that's And pretty she wild. was like, yeah, I know it is. Right. And she <laughs> yeah. was like, so like all these people, all these deaf people, um, you know, we're just we're sitting here. We're getting ready to watch this very, very fucking important debate. And they've ish. just been. huh? Well, yeah. Impor- important ish. <laughs> yeah. But um, but th- they 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 can't because there's no ASL interpreter. Yeah. And no, I'm just that's like
0: fucking crazy.
1: I'm like, yo, that's fucked up. Like, like how the fuck
0: what the did fuck? no one think of that? <laughs> I know how did, how, I did, like, how did no one putting this together think about all the people out there that need an interpreter there? That's in, that's insane. Right. Right. For for an event this important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like their interpreters like, all day. You see interpreters for every fucking thing. Like that's that's wild. Yeah, you do. You do.
1: So I'm just I was like, damn, like that's that's real fucked up. But peep this. So there's been some articles where like for all the uh The coronavirus briefings that uh, the Trump administration administration has been doing like they've been getting lawsuits because they don't have ASL interpreters Mm. and it's just it just kind of thinks like, well, it looks like all this shit kind of just falling in line. Like, these niggas don't give a shit about these deaf people out here that need ASL interpreters. They don't want to have them at the coronavirus briefings. They obviously didn't have them at the um, the presidential debate. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's just, it's it, that's nasty. Like, I, don't, why, like, like, I, <laughs> I don't know how much of the population is deaf, but I know that there were a good amount of people that really missed out on that and had to watch it the next day on some, you know, on... Go on YouTube and and try yeah, to find someone. Add interpreters. Yeah, you know, sort of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ed, I, edit the video and put themselves there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, for sure.
1: I'm just like, yo, that's whack as shit. Like, come yeah. on, dog. <sighs> they don't give a shit.
0: Incon- Inconsiderate. That's Very that's what that is. It's in- it's inconsiderate. I Extremely. don't think that there was anybody that was putting it together and thought, oh, fuck, all those you know deaf people that can't you know just listen to us. I think that they just didn't think of them. I think that they're just inconsiderate. Right. (laughs) Which is the worst thing to do when you're, uh, you know, like a team of people that it's running the world.
1: Yeah. Like, dog, these are (laughs) these are our leaders, dog. Like these people run the world
0: and just sometimes
1: just the level of incompetence is just so crazy. I, I know. But
0: again, th- but that's what that's what technology is showing us. That's what it's, it's giving. It's letting us being able to look back behind the curtain. Right. Right. To see all of this ridiculousness. The again, the court hearing, the Breonna Taylor. Right. And all these different things are just showing us that maybe they don't they don't care. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking they're out of touch. Like I, you know, it's just it's just a lot of different weird shit. But it's I don't. It's all nasty. It's all nasty at the end of it. And it's like you, like you guys were supposed to be looking to you all for guidance, right? Like you are supposed to be letting us know that things are gonna be all right. Like for a lot of people, no wonder a lot of people think that this fucking world is going to, going to hell in a handbasket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you look up, you look up at the people. That are supposed to be taking care of you. That are supposed to be leading you into a brighter future, and (laughs) you don't see no fucking light at the end of that tunnel. A a
1: brighter future under their terms, not the terms of the people that they serve. Well, but but that's the whole
0: point. Like people kind of forget about that. Like they do. Like they are supposed to be serving us. You know what I mean? Like we Mm -hmm. are the people. So I don't know. I think it's really interesting when it comes to that whole voting thing. You know, I think you were asking me about it the other day. How Mm -hmm. you know, sort of how important you know I view it. I think a lot more on a on a state level, state county level, a lot mm-hmm. more important for us because mm-hmm. those are the things that really shape our lives on a day to day basis. Those are mm-hmm. things that we see more. And even more than that, just on an individual basis. When I, I talked on here before about Jordan B. Peterson and his book, 12 Rules for Life, that is pretty much what the book is about, is getting yourself, your house in order. Right. Before before you think you're about to step out of the house and go and go change the world somewhere. Like you have to clean your room first. And, right. you've, and you've and you've talked about that the way that you feel. I know it's a very benign thing, but stay with me. Like when you when you clean your room, and you start organizing stuff, vacuuming, polishing stuff down, organizing your items and you look back, no matter how long it takes, an hour, two hours, whatever it is, it could be an all day event. And you look back at your house and your room, and everything is tidy. Everything has been thrown through the washer and the dryer. Everything smells good. Everything is just clean, spick and span. What what that feeling is like? It awesome. feels fucking. It feels fucking awesome. You feel, you feel great. You feel accomplished. You feel like you're in order. Like you have things in order. And it's the same thing in life. You have to get your life, your priorities, your assessments, your mind in order before you feel like you just going to go outside and tell somebody how they should be living their life, right. how the fuck, you know what I mean, we should be bettering things. So right. I think that it starts on an individual level, honestly, and that's where you see the most change. I think that's that's how you do it. I think that's how you make the most change is helping yourself. Man in the mirror, Michael Jackson told us. Mm-hmm. He told us. MJ told us, you know what I mean? So you, you look at the man in the mirror. You get that done. You work on that. And then through that, every time you interact with someone, You're giving them a little bit of you every time and they feel that energy and they feel that change, that difference. They see that your room is cleaned, if you will, per se. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's that simple. I think it's more so that than trying to vote, just waiting for some fucking person that you've never heard of before or, you know what I mean? Or just some old ass 92 year old motherfucker to come sit in a seat. You know what I mean? And voting on that person and waiting for them to change everything for you and make your life better. I I think I think it's just it's deeper than that. Right. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go out and vote. I do not want anyone to take this clip and think that I'm saying don't vote. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying get your priorities in order and, and truly assess what's going on out here. Because, again, if you're just waiting for someone to come make your life better. Then you're. I think you might be waiting a little bit longer than you thought you may have. <laughs> Absolutely. As, yeah, that's how I feel about that. All right, man. What you What's got? It? Um, are you are you you sure? I don't know, man. I feel like you you, you should go. What I got is kind of heavy. <laughs> what I got is it's kind it's kind of a heavy thing. But I, I mean, it's it's whatever you want to do, man. Um. Okay. Well, I I'll, I'll keep going. Please, um, sir. So. I'm such a gentleman.
1: <laughs> um you've seen the movie Scream, right? Yes, Scream. Cult classic, right? You know, yes. just that era of, you know, teenage movies that were coming out like I feel like you know this was around the realm of uh you know uh, I know what you did last summer I know what you did last summer yeah um and then you know like they they came, I mean this isn't scary but it, it's kind of along the same terms to me shit like American Pie and uh, yeah um, you know they
0: even did they even did not another teen movie not another which teen was a, a parody of all of these things that you're talking about uh, right right yeah um, it was like it was like a mixture of Varsity
1: Blues Scream right right a couple of yeah 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 yeah. Um. So, would you say that you enjoyed those movies, like you know, back then or even now? Okay. So, I'm actually not a huge fan of them that much anymore. Um, and I know I know that I probably was back when they first came out. Yeah. Um, But, Antoinette's a huge fan of movies like that. She loves that type of stuff. Um, Right. I guess you know maybe there's something about the, the 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 nostalgia of it all. Um. Or maybe she just likes the movies in general. But like it's hard for me to look at movies like that now and just just like them because like I don't know. I'm
0: almost certain that I only like them because of nostalgia. I'm almost certain that if I
1: were to look at any of those movies today, (laughs) I would call them trash. Yeah. Like I can (laughs) I could look at them and respect what they, you know, the the genre. Yeah, respect what they were, the genre that they that Um, Those movies opened up the doors that they opened. You know, the fact that I was like growing into a teenager when those came out. I have a lot of memories uh, with those types of movies. But like when I watch them now, I'm just like everybody in this movie is an idiot. Why are they (laughs) acting like this? Why are they doing these things? (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. well, if you're going to go back to like. Okay, 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 let's let's do this. <laughs> because if we're gonna go back to old horror movies, right? Like we're actually let us let's, let's hone in on horror for a second. All right. Right, so we're not just two all over the place. If we're gonna go back to old horror movies, one I have I've been having this theory, and I and I talk to people about this anytime they're like, oh, why don't why don't Denzel Washington or Will Smith do like a horror movie? Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> 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 here's the here's the thing, everybody. I, I'm pretty certain I've heard enough actors talk about this, that you draw from personal experience when on screen. Uh You try to go back in your mind and think about the time you were heartbroken or the time that you were having like the best time of your life or when you were longing for something or, you know, whatever it is. You had the most disappointing moment ever. Whatever it is, you go back in your life and you pull. You pull from those experiences, and then you bring them to life on the screen as an actor, right? Mm. As a as, as as a performer. Period. You know, no matter what sort of performing you're really doing, you're trying to evoke emotion. So you have to go in, and you have to pull at your own heartstrings first. Now, how many times has the average human being truly, 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 truly been in fear for their life? I like. Come on. I don't know. Well, oh, my
1: God. Oh, shit. Wait, have you just gone through something? (laughs) No, this happened so long ago. and It's the only time that I can think of a time that I've actually been in fear (laughs) for my life. Oh, my God. And it was was someone that that played a trick on me. But I was scared shitless. (laughs) Should I say it or do you just want to go?
0: no you should you you have to go now like um, anybody listening doesn't want to just get like you can't just skirt over this now you can't just like, gloss have to, over
1: that huh no you have to tell it what are you talking about so long time ago um <laughs> what the fuck this is this is a this okay, long time ago this is back um when my cousin kevon used to live with us okay um, rp truck he's no longer with us but that's my name yes. um yes. This is back when he used to live with us in Manassas um you know it's me, him uh, my younger brother okay and we're in the crib he's babysitting he's a teenager he's old enough he can do that um me and my brother are probably you know 10, 11, 12 something around that age mm-hmm. so it's a dark night you know what I'm saying and you know we're probably down some downstairs somewhere chilling. And he comes out of nowhere and decides to play this trick on us. He tells us that he thinks that there's someone in the house (laughs) and that we need to shelter downstairs in this room and pretend and just be real quiet. So we're downstairs in this room and we're chilling. And, you know, obviously like we're fucking 10 like you know what i'm saying like if my it, if my big cousin says somebody's in the crib i'm gonna listen to so, him yeah then someone's you know in that? the crib and, and you need to hide somebody's yeah. in the crib for sure so Bro. <laughs> so we're, we're downstairs we're you know just like you know we're scared like you know and and of course he's you know he's peeking out the door and shit like you acting know. like somebody's there and shit you know and so, I'm oh, just my like, gosh, you're oh. probably petrified. And I right? am. I was. Oh, my gosh. So he's like, he was, you know, he's like, maybe we should just leave. Like, let's just take our money and put it in the hallway. So, like, like when they if they come down here, they'll just see it and they'll just take that and and they'll leave us alone. Right. Right. So I'm I'm fucking ten. I ain't got no fucking money. I go right. and I in like me and my brother, we go and get like our little change jars full of change, <laughs> and we go out in the hallway. You know what the downstairs in my, house, in my in my parents' house looks yes, like? Yes. So that hallway, you know that that used to lead to where my room was. It yes. this wasn't my room at the time. I was still yeah. upstairs with my younger brother. But so you know, we're in the hallway. We're just dump. You know. I, you know, this is a bunch of change, my nigga. So, like, if there is somebody in the house, they're going to hear us. They, we're they down hear you. Here, we're down here You're jumping. Walking out. around sloshing a bunch of change yeah. in these big ass jars. Yeah, Dumping a bunch of change on the floor. You yes. know, in little $1 bills and shit. And <laughs> Hoping that he's going to come scoop up all, this, all I know, this money. I know. As a 30-year-old, it, it sounds ridiculous. And I can't believe I was fooled in such a way. <sighs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, you know, we put it out there. And he go Kavan goes out to check and make sure the coast is clear. He comes back and he's like, "Oh yeah, nobody yeah nobody's in here." And I'm just and we're just like I guess we're just like oh okay. And we and here we are, just collecting all of our change out of the middle of the floor. God knows who you know. I probably got some of my brother's change. He got some of mine. Who knows? And I just I, I don't know why he did that. But, but you remember how you felt. You remember oh, yeah, probably tra- holding. Yeah, holding oh, crying, you were crying. Yeah, it was tears. I, okay, I didn't you, like. Okay, I, but, but holding your breath probably at the same time. Yeah, probably just, You're not you know, whimpering. With, yeah. yeah, just just tears flowing down my face, just trying to be quiet. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh like, my
0: gosh. Okay. Um, so, okay. Alright. Well, <laughs> not so many people go through moments like that. But, well, okay, hold on a second. A lot of people do go through very, very scary moments. But what I'm saying is in order for you to to be able to draw enough emotion right to truly while in multiple scenes in a movie mm-hmm. truly make it seem as though you are terrified for your life is not just something that's going to fly a lot, which is why there are a lot of terrible horror movies and people feel terribly about the acting in particular with horror movies. Right. Because just a bunch of wide eyes and, ah, and just like, ah, <laughs> like it's just like a bunch of shit that doesn't seem believable. Right, right. Right. So I can see why we would look back now as as adults and think that even though when we were kids, it looked like they were scared because they were screaming and their eyes were wide. And that's right. all that's all. That's all we needed. But, yeah, looking back now, all that shit is trash. scream trash. Why do you keep answering the phone for this dude? Is telling you that he wants to come kill you and, to, and all this sort of stuff. Trash, super super trash. Right. Um. What other movies back there? Um. Michael Myers. Right. Trash. Like, honestly, why the I, fuck is it? Michael I Myers can, was a regular? No, he was a regular ass dude. He wasn't a superhuman. Have Have you seen the latest one? No. What are those? The Halloween movies, correct. Yeah, those were the. That's, Halloween that's movies. what they were called, Halloween. He, the, he's trash. There should have been a group of people that could have beat the shit out of Michael Myers. That's true. There's I'm, no reason yep. why Michael Myers. I think he. I mean, he was strong. Like he could pick people up off the ground. But there's no reason why Michael Myers should have really been going around killing as many people as he was killing. Well, and Super he trash. was
1: also, and he walked everywhere he went. Yeah, <laughs> and in every movie, he was getting stabbed up, shot up, like, and this nigga oh, just maybe never. He, oh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe he was a different nigga. I'm sorry. Wait a. But <laughs> wait a he just second,
1: never man. died.
0: Oh, I was about to say, mate, wait a second. I had a different idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he's getting shot instead, maybe never mind. He is a super nigga. My bad.
1: <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. He's not trash. Never
0: mind. But I was also going to say. He's the
1: real deal. I was going to say that I, I actually kind of, I fuck with the Halloween movies. It's just the the dumb teenage scary movies that just. Yes. Well, I mean, there would be teenagers in the Michael Myers movies, but just the scariness is just a different level in in the Michael Myers movies than than in something like Scream. Freddy Krueger is my dude. Oh yeah, Freddy Krueger was now, the shit.
0: Now let me now let me clarify because Freddy Krueger was also a pedophile, so let me not say he was my dude like uh... that. To me. I I'm sorry. Don't, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't, hey, don't, don't make me
1: call Chris Hansen. All right? I like yeah <laughs> no.
0: I like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I thought it was really cool. They was just like you can't escape this. You're going to sleep at some point in time. Right. And you know what I mean. There were kids trying to take caffeine pills and drink RIBBLES and this and that trying to stay up. But at some point you're gonna start having these little micro sleeps and hallucinations. You're gonna go to sleep and he's gonna be there waiting for you. Right. And I just thought that that was like the craziest thing, especially for people that love to go to sleep because right. of dreams like me um, and something that I always I brought back from this, which is a deeper thought on Freddy Krueger is when I started taking hallucinogenic drugs is. During the Freddy versus Jason movie, I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, I do but during in the real world the kids were fucking running away from Jason he's walking around slicing people with his machete killing people and then if they went to sleep they had to fight freddy right so that <laughs> so, right, so what there was, there was what no way god <laughs> right so there there was no there was no getting away from it so at some point these kids realized holy shit we need to bring freddy to jason and the reason they realized that is because one time a girl went to sleep she was tussling around with freddy grabbed his sweater and then I think like they, they you know, brought her back. They woke her up and she had a piece of Freddie's sweater in her hand. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, shit, we can bring as long as we grab a hold, we can bring him to this life. Mm. So I've always thought about the idea of being in a completely different, maybe dreamlike state, a euphoric state that maybe a psychedelic drug may bring to you, a hallucinogenic may bring to you. And being able to bring things back out when you sober up, uh-huh. things that you could have never have gotten without that, um, or seemingly never have gotten without that. But then I also think about a lot of the people like you, for instance, that have had these psychedelic experiences, but d- didn't like for you, it was just a huge adrenaline rush, and and like that was it, really. Like you didn't you didn't didn't really have any existential awakening of any sort that you would say where you started seeing things differently and Not nothing really. like that. Not nothing yeah. too crazy. Right. I so I also think again it's really interesting who's susceptible to having those experiences and and who isn't, which is also interesting. So much yeah, of a I mean, real nigga. Yeah. I just yeah I've had many conversations with people who just like oh yeah I've done it I've done it as it 50 times I don't know what the fuck people are talking about with all this enlightening shit I just get I just get like really really high and pictures dance around and I see a bunch of colors and then you know hours and hours later I come down I don't know what the fuck people are talking about which is <laughs> which is astonishing to me because I get a completely different experience when I do those sorts of drugs but yeah that's that's my uh, Freddie versus Jason <laughs> take yeah of course yeah yeah leave it to me to take Freddy versus jason and bring him into the psychedelic world (laughs) but yeah that's sort of that um chucky was another one for me jacori loves that shit does he yeah now how do you feel if he wanted a life-size
1: chucky doll he asks me all the time and i'm not gonna buy it (laughs) (laughs) now you're not gonna buy it why i don't know i just think it's it's just it's just a stupid thing to have in the crib (laughs) Like, what do you want this for? What are you going to do with it? Nothing. It's just going to be there. It's just something to have. He's just, yeah, he's going to set it down in a little chair in the corner of the room. I know. And it's just going to sit there and it's going to look stupid. I'm not buying that.
0: I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that Chucky those shit is wild. Yeah, my, my family was. I don't think I asked for it, but they sure as hell wasn't going to buy it from me. There's no, no way my, gr- my grandma would have been walking through the house and seen that. Yeah, that doll sitting up in the corner, and it scars with with, with the shit on his face. With the moonlight, yeah, with the moonlight coming shooting through the window (laughs) at night, just illuminating his face, his little fucking grin. Nah, nah, ain't no fucking way she would allow that to happen. (laughs) That's hilarious. What else? What else? Um. Oh, another thing, Chucky, get the fuck out of here. I'm not allowing this doll now. Now, again, in the movies, there was a real man. Who I believe he was like a thief and a murderer, maybe I think he right. shot like some cops or whatever, and yeah. then he ended up getting trapped inside of the doll. Yeah. So of course this doll's gonna well, have he, some some he,
1: strength to it. He was trapped in it because of a spell that like right. kind of a, yeah, kind of a spell he casted in there. Right, right, right. So he could Right, 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 yeah. right. So
0: he could prolong his yeah, that's right, his life until right. he found another body to put himself in. Right. The Chucky doll was a surrogate. Yeah, okay. Basically. Here's the thing. I'm not letting this fucking dog fight me, bro. Hell
1: <laughs> no. I'm pumping the shit out of that dog.
0: I'm, I'm not letting this dog fight you. <laughs> but it was but he would always run behind some shit like you know, he'd always find a way to like kind of get around, get around you and then pop up on you with a fucking like knife and you know, slice your Achilles tendon or some oh, shit like that. God. So that is the worst the, place. That, to yeah, get he a definitely slice did at. that. He definitely did oh. that to like a few people. So yeah, he was I he mean, was really that's, he that's was fine. tactical. That's fine.
1: He was, t- he was tactical though. That's fine. Um, I I am a grown ass adult. <laughs> I'm not taking an L in that situation. Slice <laughs> slice my shit. That's fine. I'm going to use my other leg and I'm punting that doll. How do you feel about. How do you feel
0: about dolls? Like, do dolls scare you? Are you one of those people? Nah. Like, nah, that doesn't you know, bother me. Okay, so you can watch like Annabelle's and. Yeah, I've, like seen, I've seen Annabelle. I've seen. The, Have I've you seen, seen like all the Annabelle? I think there are like three of them. Um, I, I love I love the Annabelle movies. I
1: I I've seen a lot of I've seen all the Conjuring's, but okay. I think I've seen the latest Annabelle. If I'm not right, mistaken, that's what it was. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it was like the two Conjuring and Annabelle. Right, 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 right. Because I think that I've seen them all. Yeah, I think so. You saw the one where where they were at the Warrens' crib and the like yes that one girl was like you know fucking around with a doll trying to bring her dad back because she was guilty and, yes you know she yes. felt guilt or whatever yes okay yeah so yeah that's the latest one that i saw
0: okay I'm yeah i'm i'm i i don't care about these movies like they like these things don't get to me like i'm no longer I, i'm no longer at the point where i think because i watch a movie in the dark that now i have summoned that for me in my life, I uh, no longer think that it is now being manifested through through the film. Right. Right. So. So now these these shadowy figures in the corner of my room no longer morph into whatever I just watched on the TV <laughs> right. a couple hours ago. You know what right. I mean? Um, but I know a lot of people that are extremely afraid of just like like they don't like dolls. Sitting around the house, like they they don't fuck with people that are like dolls and little creepy eyeballs with eyelids and smiles and lipstick and little dresses and pigtails and all that sort of shit. Like they don't don't fuck with any of that. Uh-huh. Um, I love all these. I love horror. I love movies. Period. But I love horror movies. Mm-hmm. I love I love seeing all the little parts of the Midsummer. I think I talked to you about before. I've seen it. Which is oh yeah, that's right, that's right. You have seen it. Yeah. I like that movie. As weird as it fucking wild. is. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Thinking about, you know, because what were these uh, anthropology majors? Yeah. and Yeah, so clearly they're used to going through all these books and learning about all these different walks of life through all of, you know, humanity ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to them, things don't shock them as much as they would a normal person. So they can go over to a completely different part of the world and, and immerse themselves in somebody else's world. And just and just be there I, and allow I themselves gotta, to
1: be. I gotta call out one thing from that movie that I was like, yeah, get yeah, the fuck right. The what? part, the part where they were like, I'm I'm gonna say this without trying to give away too much information. Um, no, the, that movie the, came out like two years ago. Okay, all right, fuck it. <laughs> the part where the guy was having sex with like the girl and there was a bunch of naked old women in the background and then like and then when he ejaculated she was like i can feel the baby and i'm just like no no you can't no you can't you cannot i'm sorry <laughs> you cannot you but can't you also have to understand that
0: every like everybody there was like completely highly like they're taking very very high dosages of acid or something (laughs) like remember like everyone was tripping out um like like, you could you could sort of tell like they started using those effects on the camera where things were kind of magnifying and demagnifying and colors yeah but they
1: i mean they took they took shrooms in the beginning of the movie like when they first got over there yeah,
0: yeah, so was, but yeah, but they, but then like they were just like drinking teas, which may have been yeah, ayahuasca. Yeah, 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 but like yeah. they were like constantly tripping for like the last like hour of the movie. So I feel like right, there, there was right. just there was a lot of spiritualism going on. There was a lot of shit going on. So whether she could actually feel the baby or not, you know, <laughs> maybe it is. I I don't know. I I, I don't I don't know, man. It's it's I don't know. It was all weird. But I but I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was weird. I thought it was it was. I thought that it was mind contorting to like just think about people doing things completely different way than you do than you've right. grown up, sort of like the way that they, the way that the elders would die off. Like uh-huh. people don't die here from old age. You get to a certain age and you jump off of this cliff and smack your head on a fucking boulder at the end, and, and that's you how don't, we sacrifice. We will smash
1: it with a sledgehammer for you,
0: yeah, <laughs> right? For sure, yeah. If you're not quite dead, we will come with this huge ass sledgehammer and smash it for you, and. Again, the lady's like, yo what, yo, what the fuck are we doing here? We got to get out of here, which you would assume would be a pretty normal. It's a pretty logical or reasonable response, right? Uh, uh. So someone's like, you know, his the boyfriend was like, well, listen, just I, I get it. Calm down. Breathe. This is what they do here. This is just what they do here. We grew up in a place where when you get older, for the most part, we just throw a bunch of old people in a fucking home together. Right. Which is weird to a lot of other people, uh-huh, you know what I mean like what, the, what do y'all do? Wait a minute, you just get to an age where y'all don't feel like taking care of them anymore, so you just put them in this fucking home so they can all die out together and then, like oh, and then pay someone else to take care of them? Yeah, exactly. like that could seem very weird to a lot of people and a lot of other uh you know communities where they no one goes anywhere. We stay in the village. We stay in the hut. We stay in the house, whatever it is, until everyone goes. Everyone dies right here in this house together. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it was just again, it was it was spellbinding for me. Like I, I really really enjoyed it. My little sister was just like, "Oh, what the f- what the fuck
1: are we doing? Here? Like, this, <laughs> this, this movie's weird. Like I don't like it." Um, my favorite kinds of scary movies are ones that have to do with like demons and spirits and shit. Um, oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. I actually watched. There's there's one on um amazon that i watched a couple nights ago it's called z um mm. i encourage you to look it up and watch it um uh, okay. along with the movie i was telling you to watch a few weeks ago called which i
0: still have not watched
1: yes need you to watch that but um yeah so if anybody wants like a decent scary movie, it's not the scariest movie i've ever seen but i, I enjoyed it it's called z it's on amazon check it out I have to do a better. I
0: mean, I don't necessarily have to say a better job because not like it really fucking matters. But I, I have not. Wa- I've been watching things for a long time. I've had my fucking head stuck in these books, and just like trying to go exercise and spend just, a lot of time. You just having conversations your with people. When you meditate. Yeah, y- yeah, I do. I do a lot of that. Yeah, at least like an hour a day in different in different intervals of time yeah for sure um but yeah it's just yeah so for the hour or you know hour and a half that somebody might be watching TV or I could spend watching TV I'm probably Do you feel like it's a waste of your time reading. no I don't I think that there's no, nah, there's inspiration in everything I think that there are things that you know would inspire me about it as long as I'm paying attention which I would be there's mm-hmm. there's yeah there's 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 plenty of value. And things I could be watching. I just don't know. I've just, I just been having all the time going and sitting down and finding something, which I guess I don't have to find because I've had more than you tell me things that I need to go watch. Yep. So I guess maybe one day this week I'll just sit down and watch some stuff. And maybe I'll come back next week with at least one thing that I've watched. All right.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You said Z and what was the other one? Um, well, no, I think I just said Z. As far as the other other one, it's called Vicky Cristina Barcelona. And I want mm -hmm. you to watch it because I thought um, what the 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 main actor in the movie Mm -hmm. reminds me a little bit of you. And I just wanted to see if you see some of those same comparisons or
0: not. Okay, All right. I'm going to I'm going to try to watch one fucking thing. This this dude gave me. All once he realized this dude at work, once he realized that I didn't watch any Star Wars, I think I told you this. This motherfucker gave me every single Star Wars movie that's ever come out.
1: What on DVD Bruh. or something?
0: Yes. Okay. Bruh, I, I haven't he gave it to me like a couple of months ago. I have not cracked one of them open. It's such a it's such a daunting I uh, experience. Like like for me to look at these DVDs there's like 40 plus hours like there's so many hours uh-huh. ahead of me all these fucking movies are like three plus hours long <laughs> and they're and they're like 15 of them. I'm like yo like this is a lot because I don't want to start and then not finish but uh it's just it's it's a lot it's a lot it's
1: a yeah lot. I feel you I mean I'm not it takes me a while to like really start getting into something um so I get that but you know um, I'm right now I'm watching a Lovecraft country which is an awesome I've heard, show. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, it's an awesome show. Um, L- so, Lovecraft. Yeah, you should uh, look into that. Are you writing that down? You to- that? No, no, I'm not. I just took a sip of water. But, oh, okay. I did,
0: but I did hear, upon asking what the fuck is that about, because I don't know, Lovecraft country doesn't really give you much. Mm-hmm. And RJ was like, think, what did he say? He said, um, oh, he said, think something in Jim Crow. I forgot what he's, oh, what was the other thing? It was something, so, it was just something so, it was the wildest juxtaposition. Hmm. I don't know if it was something like supernatural. It, it
1: had to have been something supernatural.
0: Oh, yeah, he must have just said that, just think like, yeah, just like supernatural and Jim Crow it's or a, something like it's that. It's an
1: odd mixture of things, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, okay. So it's it's very intriguing. You, should, you yeah. should definitely look into it.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: All right, I'll do that. All right. um, <laughs> should
0: should I should I get into and a couple of things that you have already touched on? I'm actually going to bring back into conversation if you would like me to get into my heavy deed here, sir. Yeah, go ahead, man. You spoke about homelessness. Uh huh. Um, we laughed at a couple of things, but again, not at the fact that people are homeless going through right. this, but more so the the comedic elements and the way that some of these people had approached us. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Um, just, again, to clarify for anyone that thinks that we're just now pieces of shit, if they haven't already cut this off. Now, <laughs> we also spoke about the way that people look at the homeless, whether it be for mental health issues or because they're lower in status, whatever may have you. And the spark that goes off in my mind is the lack of compassion. That human beings have. And, you know, I've thought about that quite a bit recently because I've been putting some ideas together in my mind, along with a lot of research that I've I've taken throughout the years, as well as the newest book or the second or the newest book that I had just read called Brainwashed, which I did a, um, a book review for Brainwashed, the what is it? The Seductive Appeal of Brainless or Mindless Neuroscience. By Sally Sattel and Scott O'Lillianfeld.
1: O'Lillianfeld. Right,
0: so, yeah, his O is the middle name O dot, so we don't know what the middle name is. Oh, but, okay. it, but it starts with the an O, I and then the last name say, is
1: Lillianfeld. I thought the last name was O'Lillianfeld, and I'm just like, nigga, <laughs> what? Where does that come from? You, you, you're like you not fucking with it no more? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have a thing with some people's last names. I think I think last names are interesting.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So I one, I had to look up the definition of compassion. Uh-huh. I don't think that people necessarily know what the definition of compassion is, let alone how ha- so let alone how to give it or show it. <laughs> so here we are. Compassion. C O M P A S S I O N noun. A feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another. Who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, would you say that compassion, by the way I just defined it, is something that you run into quite routinely, Keon? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. You're hanging around some good people. Yeah. Um, I would say that I see that, again, in the people that I associate with. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times we get lost and we don't show it when we know we should, but we come back around. A lot of times I see it in a lot of other people that I choose not to bring around me. Um, but I think that it's something that is extremely, extremely necessary. Yeah. Now, the reason I bring together the research that I've done over the years is, um, this little game that I'm about to bring to you was brought to me by Sam Harris, who is a, a scholarly gentleman. He's a neuroscience that I've been or a neuroscientist that I've been following for probably about a decade now, and I found this out through one of his teachings on his meditation app called Waking Up. Um, we have to understand that we don't know everything. Right. Right, And I think more than that, we we have to understand. Okay, so. You can you can see somebody going through something and you don't know what the fuck it is that prompted them to act that way, to behave that way at all. Right. But you know that you don't know. Or you would hope that you at least know that you don't know. Sometimes people, they don't know. But they're not even aware of the fact that they don't know. They just take that thing as face value and they're like, "Okay, I didn't like the way that person behaved. Fuck them to hell, to hell with them. Right. But they don't know that they don't know what prompted that from that person. Now, what I'm going to try to do is bring together a little a little lesson in, in compassion, because I know when I started piecing all these these pieces together, these pieces to this puzzle, I remember I was stricken With an epiphany, I remember my mind opening when I started thinking about these things and having these conversations within myself. Now. The book that I just got done reading, it talked there was a a, maybe a couple of chapters or, or at least one on free will. Now. You as a Christian and just a lot of people in general believe that we as human beings have free will. Mm-hmm. We're able to make decisions whenever we'd like to, and act upon them. Right. You feel pretty, pretty uh, concrete in that. Like yeah. That makes that makes sense. Right? Yeah, okay. no, that makes sense. <laughs> then you have determinists, biological determinists that believe that everything that you are, everything that makes you who you are, every decision is compiled or rendered through a slew of pre-existing ideas or pre-existing experiences that happen before you you have no control over nurture and nature right so your brain you had no control over your over your genetics over your dna who your parents were who their parents were and what your brain was going to be capable of right right you didn't control that you were just given a brain and you have to work with whatever that brain is capable of doing. Second would be nature. Who raised you? Where were you born? What school were you brought up? And who was around you? Like, what What were your experiences growing up? What nourished your your being, right? Another thing that you didn't necessarily have anything to do with. And you definitely didn't have anything to do with everything that pre existed that, that made those things what they were. Okay? Mm hmm. So very, very strict and concrete determinists would say you have no autonomy. You just are what these experiences made you to be mm. in combination, again, with your brain. Like that's just is what it is. OK. Um, and then you start thinking differently about, again, the responsibility of of morality, because it's like, well, then is it really anyone's fault that they do anything wrong? Like what? Like they didn't have any control over it because it was okay. just like they didn't control that really. Like it, if anything, they're just very unlucky people to have been brought up with the brain that they have and the experiences that they had, because that's what you're saying has controlled all these things that they're doing and saying today, right? So it makes you think about the way that we you know dole out uh, recommendations as far as like law and just things in the community like that. It's just it's different. Um, I'm in the middle I, I don't believe in an absolute In an absolute free will That we get to choose whatever we want Whenever we want to mm-hmm. But I also don't think that we're just robots Right um, and this is And this is a sort of a game Or whatever that'll hopefully shed Some sort of compassion And I'll tell why afterwards Let's get into this Let's play list those things Here we go Here we go I'm going to let me take my phone. I'm going to time you. Okay. (laughs) Please, people, play along if you'd like to. You have no choice. You're going to anyway. So (laughs) I'm going to give you 15 seconds. And I'll let you know when I start to to list at least five things. I will give you the category of those things when I press the start button on this timer. Okay, so all I want you to do is try to list five of these things that I'm about to name to you. Okay, okay.
1: Movies, go. Um, Z, uh, Midsummer, um, Michael Myers, uh, Freddy vs Jason, <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Christine in Barcelona. Um, uh, what is that five? Is that five? Uh, I believe that was
0: four. It might have been four. I think that was four. Right, um, seventeen. You said yeah. You said Megan Barcelona. Uh, thirty-first. Jason. Yeah. Z. Yeah. Listen, that's great. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. And I gave you seventeen seconds and a half. Okay.
1: Sorry, that wasn't <laughs> fresh. It's just no, the no, no, that no, no.
0: No, no. That's no. That is completely fine. <laughs> that's completely fine. Let me, cause you know what? Cause it doesn't really matter. This is the point here. For any movies that anybody came up with, they maybe they came up with a lot of the same ones because they heard us just talk about them. So maybe right. they were primed to think of the same sort of movies. Right? Uh-huh. I'm gonna let you go one more time. Okay. okay. <laughs> just just so just so I can double down on this, same what I'm topic? about to say afterwards. The same thing. All right.
1: Movies go. Um Avengers Infinity War. Um um the pianist um
0: uh shit okay um, 15 seconds damn <laughs> <laughs> trash you know what's so funny is you've seen two billion movies in i your know life. <laughs> i know but look but look but this is the point here when you are going through these movies, right, you're probably trying to think of, you know, I don't know, just anything. Yeah. So my did, mind is just all over the place. Did Finding Nemo come to mind for you? Hell no. No, it didn't. So let me let me expound on that. You know of the movie Finding Nemo. Huge movie. Absolutely. Everyone's seen it's it. It's a great I'm movie. I'm pretty certain everybody listening to this has probably heard of Finding Nemo, seen Finding Nemo, maybe have taken it a bit further and saw Finding Dory. I actually didn't see that one. I didn't either. (laughs) But Finding Nemo, prominent movie of our age. You know of the movie, but yet that movie, like many, many others, did not come to mind. No. Having said that, you did not have the option Of saying Finding Nemo to me. That was not an option for you. Why wasn't it an option? Because your brain did not present it to you. Okay. Now, if you think about that, we talk about free will. If you believe in absolute free will, then you should have been able to tell me. You should have been able to to give me. I mean, you you should. This shouldn't have been any stopping. You should have been able to just list off movies. Boom, 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 boom.
1: Because okay. you
0: have them, like your brain has them. So why were they not options? Mm-hmm. Right. Extrapolate. Any given point in time and day, human beings are doing nothing but walking around this earth, and their brain is presenting them options. No matter if it's something you're about to say to somebody that just wronged you, or somebody that told you that they loved you, or you know you're about to fucking answer a question on a quiz or you're about to make a very important decision or a very terrible decision or you're going to make a left today to go to work or a right today to work. Your brain is presenting you with a bunch of options anytime you're ever about to do anything, period. Your brain gives you options as to how to go about doing that thing. Okay. That makes sense. But, But this is where the gray area is. And this is where compassion comes in. You have to start thinking about all the exchanges that you're having with people or you're seeing people go through. And you have to wonder when they do or say certain things that we like to tell them, we'll fuck off, go to hell, condemn them, whatever. We'd be better off without them. They're stupid. They're idiots. You have no idea what their brain presented them. You have no idea what options were available for them. You think that it was just that easy for them to say Finding Nemo, Training Day, Avengers, whatever the fuck it is, but no, their brain didn't give them that option, so how could they have possibly said it? How could they have possibly done what you think would have been the easiest, most reasonable thing to do or say in, in that given moment. You have no idea. So for me to yell at you right now saying, well why didn't you just say finding an email? Why do, why why weren't you able to give me more like what are you talking about? Like what you you know these things. Why weren't you able to give me? you're just like, well listen, like I don't know. I didn't have that much sound and thing my brain like that's did it didn't come to my my fucking mind. Right. And then the same in the same way that I shouldn't yell at you and go crazy Because you weren't able to do better at that game. I think that we have to be able to have more compassion when it comes to what people are doing and saying to us or to other people on a daily basis. Because we don't know what options they had to choose from in that moment. Right. We simply don't know. So I'm thinking about me being, you know, having this this month of sobriety. And a lot of what went into this for me, a lot of the reasoning behind it is I know that I want to have the best options available for me at any given point in time. I want my brain to be able to give me the optimum decisions for anything I want to say or do at any given moment in time. And I know that one of the best ways to do that is, is to not be fucked up, (laughs) is to have a clear mind so that my brain can do that for me. Nah, you're absolutely right. right. Whether it be having just, you know, I I don't know. Like I said, the way that I'm driving on the road and being safe and being alert, um, letting people over, not screaming at people, having road rage, having more stable emotions, or maybe I'm just doing a podcast with a good friend of mine. (laughs) Whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to be able to have the best options available for me at that time because free because an absolute free will doesn't seem to be the case. It doesn't seem to be real. Neither does Mm -hmm. me just being a complete robot. There does seem to be room in the middle. So I just think that, again, compassion works in that like that is that is like the quintessence the quintessence, I should say, of of compassion is realizing that you have no idea what other people's brains are bringing forth, bringing to the forefront, to their mind's eyes so that they can choose. And when I think about that, I think even deeper. People that have had lesser experiences in life, when I say lesser, I mean just less, I should say less experiences. So you grow up maybe in the hood, low income, or you grow up In some fucking marshland somewhere in some rural area. Again, low income, you know, not necessarily the best education. You don't really see too many people that are successful doing beautiful and positive things amongst their community. Right. So a lot of times you have people that are just like, "Oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, get it together." I, a- I got this person got out of the Jay Z got out of the hood. You know what I mean? He did this and did that, and yeah, so and so over here and they did this and did that, and they got out, and I, I did it too. So you should be able to do it too. You have no fucking idea what options are being presented to these people, right? And in, in the let the the lesser amount, and that's why education is so huge. That's why I'm constantly trying to expand my consciousness by these meditations and these yogas and reading books, because I want to continue to sharpen that blade. I want it to be sharp for as long as it can possibly be. I want to have a smorgasbord of options that I can choose from at any point in time. And I want to be able to have the sort of mind that can prioritize and make sure that I choose the best of those things. In the smorgas board of options. Um, so it's not just as easy as telling people, oh well, you know, why don't why don't people in the hood just read? Why don't they just go get a fucking job? Why don't they just pull their pants up and go over here and do this? And, you know, or why don't these people just stop being racist? Why don't mm. they just like I don't understand why they just won't be racist, why they just won't treat people better. Like, why don't they? I get it. I get it, I get it, I get it. It's so much easier for you to see from outside how other people should be better and do their life. Yeah. (laughs) But you have no idea what, again, is available for them. Yeah. And even for someone to say, because I'm combating myself having these conversations, even if you were to say, well, you know, you can try to be better. If someone just read some books or, you know, read some literature, did some research, maybe got out of their own warehouse and decided to start having more conversations with people outside of their immediate family or community circle, whatever, understand they still have to have like the option of let's try to get better today. That's still just an option that has to come to the forefront of their brain, their mind, and if their brain does not give them that option and it doesn't give them the option that that or the idea that taking that option is is productive or that it's worthwhile enough then they're not going to take it like right now i could tell you keon hey listen i know that drinking alcohol is bad you know it too stop it today are you going to do it no why because the argument was not made Effectively enough yeah. Some, There is something Or someone That could stop you from doing it But me right now in this moment Telling you the way I just told you Was not enough It was not enough of a case For your brain to think Oh no this has to This has to stop right now It has to stop right now mm-hmm. Now if you Something happened your liver failed You went to the hospital today Everyone was like Yo Keon you need to stop this right now Then maybe to the forefront of your brain would come an epiphany (laughs) that would, you know, be uttering, hey, you should probably stop this. (laughs) Exactly. And then it may be a strong enough case for you. But until that happens, it is what it is. And that's sort of what's going on in people's brains on an everyday basis. They're just living life and what they feel like may be the optimum. Or again, if they don't think it's the optimum, The optimum hasn't necessarily presented itself or revealed itself in a way that is a strong enough case for them to actually take that step. But again, it all comes back to compassion. If you truly understand, you truly been listening to the words I'm saying, then I don't see why you can't now once, you know, turning this podcast off, go out and just have a better understanding that you don't understand what's going on in someone else's brain and since we don't know what's going on in someone else's brain we have to act with compassion that I feel like that is the only reasonable um, step after realizing you don't realize <laughs> it's the it's the only it's the only logical step afterwards is compassion that that I see if someone else finds a better way let me know but I don't I don't see it I don't see it so that's 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 what I had. That was very well said, my friend. Very <laughs> <well> said. <laughs> that's what I got for the people, man. Uh what you got you got anything else? What we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? Um, nah man, um I'm good to go. <laughs> All right. Um Well let me let me say a couple more things then. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> because now we're on the we're on the other end of the spectrum where things are a little bit heavier, but fuck it. Um how do you feel about your carbon footprint? <laughs> do you feel any way about it? Do you, do you ever think about what, like, what's going yeah. on with this planet at
1: all or anything? No, yeah, I, I think about that stuff all the time because I'm, I, you know, I probably don't talk about this as much, but I do think about that stuff because, like, I'm going to leave kids here behind me, you yeah. know, <laughs> and they're they and they may leave children behind them, right. And you know, I'm I I'd, I'd like to say I'm not a selfish person. Okay, so that's good. you know, knowing like I I at least try to do my part to not litter and you know things like that because yeah. all that stuff is just adding up and piling on. If you think about the millions and billions of people that are in the world, if we all just took a piece of trash right now and <laughs> threw it on the ground, it yeah. would probably In the world, you know, five years earlier than it was supposed to.
0: And I
1: I think about that stuff, you know, what I'm saying Um, I don't I don't want to leave a trash ass world for for the people that were behind me because, you know, they didn't they didn't have a choice in that. Those, all the people that aren't born yet, anyone that's going to be born tomorrow in, in here on out, they didn't have a choice in the world that they came up in. But I had a choice as far as whether I I wanted to litter or if I wanted to go take a piss in the ocean or, yeah. you know, anything. Um, so, no, I, I, I try my best to not, you know. Be an asshole and not give a shit about the planet, because I know we only got one of them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um Gavin Newsom,
0: I believe his name is, is the governor of California. Yes, you know about you know. Are, well, you, what you, are got? you
1: are you about to talk about the uh, the car thing that he did? The yeah, the exa- yeah, yeah, the yeah the executive yeah. order he yeah. put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty yeah. So I mean, go I mean, go ahead and
1: do you want to? Well, I mean, I don't I don't really remember the numbers, but I I want to say that um he was pretty much gonna ban gas powered cars by the end of like twenty thirty five or something.
0: Yeah, that's exactly yeah yeah. Yeah, twenty thirty five. All you know, one hundred percent emission free cars have to be being sold or whatever. There, yeah. you know what I mean. If they're if they're not commercial vehicles, right? Um,
1: I thought that was fucking wild. Yeah, I was like, man, that's. I mean, he been he been throwing out a lot of little executive orders, um, over the last uh, few months. I can't, I can't remember, uh, exactly what they all were, but I've been seeing his name pop up a lot.
0: Here All I remember is when they started shutting off utilities because the people were just kept having <laughs> Corona parties. <laughs> Nigga, that's so funny. It's yeah. like that shit is so funny because it's like a, like they're taking away like their toys and shit like that. Right. Like, like they're taking away. I, I used to hate getting my little Dreamcast or my PlayStation taken away as a kid. Right. Like, it was the worst thing ever. So <laughs> just getting your fucking utilities, your water and your electricity cut off because you won't stop having Corona parties is fucking hilarious. but um but yeah no he's definitely been doing a lot he i think i was reading an article that like ninety thousand people a year die from it's like bad air damn you know yeah just like just just terrible air quality in in your lungs i don't know i I don't know if i've asked you about this before but do you ever check the air quality on your weather app because you know you can do that i've looked at it a few times but i don't check it every day there have been a couple times where I've got a notification that came up on the front of my screen that was just like, yeah, bad air quality. Oh, wow. And I was, I, like, oh. I was like, oh, I'm not I get, going outside. I get
1: notifications like, for, like, flood warnings and shit and, you know. Yeah, and,
0: yeah I mean, yeah, it wasn't in Manassas.
1: Or, I was I was but, in Percival, like, once or twice,
0: and they were like, yeah, terrible air quality. And the fucking, I was like, oh, I'm not going outside. Like, I don't. <laughs> like... Like for to, for me to get a notification that the air quality is terrible, like I'm not I'm not going out there, <laughs> You're not opening the yeah, no like windows. 90, nothing? Yeah, and then and then of course with with COVID going on, right? Like they're just he's just trying his best. He's like, listen, we can't just keep pumping out all of this fucking smoke into the air. Like we got we got the fucking the the forest burnings. You know what I mean? Like we got all these fucking forests like burning
1: down, well, all these know, trees burning. We got especially. the emissions. Oh yeah for sure him especially like living where he lives and being in charge of that state you know what i'm saying like yeah you he, yeah, they, you got to call some, you gotta 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 some do something you got to
0: make some moves yeah 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 it's pretty it's pretty fucking terrible but um yeah, and that is its just, I mean, it's only going to get worse if, we, you know, motherfuckers don't do anything. I was thinking about that car that I told you I had a couple of years, a few years ago. Oh, that
1: was just spewing <coughs> black smoke into the atmosphere <laughs> on a daily basis?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was like, I don't know what the real color of the car, I think the real color of the car was supposed to be like a tan or a beige or something like that. But it was mostly just rust. Oh my gosh! It was just a lot of rust. It was an old Honda Civic. It was all I'm glad like you ain't living like that no more, man. Bro, do you do you remember? <laughs> I purchased that car for like seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I purchased the car for seven hundred, and once it finally exploded on me, I think I sold it for like
1: hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Like the value, how how uh, the value of a car can just depreciate. Like
0: that, bro. That car. I mean, which is bullshit because th- th- you can't tell me that the car, like all the parts, it was one hundred fifty dollars for real. Yeah, it was. It was more so. It was just one of those little companies that would just come and pick yeah, it up and tow it off yeah. somewhere. Yeah, just take I it away. That, I
1: did that with my Nissan, so I, I get you. Um,
0: but yeah, man, I would just drive that car around,
1: <laughs> and I used to. I used to feel.
0: I mean, I was. It was definitely a huge, profound feeling of shame. But definitely guilt too, because I'm just sitting out these fucking. Every time I would stop, I think it was only like the last like couple weeks I had the car. But I would stop at an intersection, and I would slowly start to like feel it jumping underneath me. And it would slowly just start jutting around and shaking, like convulsing with me inside of it. And and like I start to feel like my hands shaking on the steering wheel, and then you just see black smoke just just sputtering out the back, just billowing out and covering the entire intersection I was in. And you could just, it was just like terrible, terrible visibility for other people. I know <laughs> everyone was looking at me. People had to roll their windows up like, what the fuck is this dude doing out here in this death machine? Like, that is like, that should not be on the road. Uh, but yeah, man, now we definitely we got to do something. <laughs> we got to do, do something about it. <laughs> uh, for someone that. That thinks that plants, and and like nature actually tells us about ourselves, and like shields itself from us a lot of the time. Uh-huh. There's, I was reading about this fucking plant out in Australia, in the like the like the like the rainforest, mm-hmm. and I think I have a family name. Family name. Uh, which is like Dendroc Dendrocnide D E N D There we go them last names, man C N I D E Dendrocnide yeah so that is like the yeah it's like the <laughs> the family name of the plant i don't know the genus though right um but these fucking plants are like huge ass leaves they can grow to be like 100 fucking feet tall mm-hmm. and they have like a fuzz over top of them that would look like probably the frost on uh i was saying like a fur on top of them that would look like a frost on a blade of grass when you go out when it's cold outside in the wintertime like it looks like it's just something nice to put your hand on
1: okay and can i ask you a question upon, real quick go for it are these trees like they're really tall but they don't really have any like vegetation up into like the top of the tree well, these aren't. Well, I don't. I don't think these are trees. These are. These
0: are oh, just, just like. Oh, you said it's a plant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, these are just very large leaves. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My this bad. My very bad. Very
0: large. Yeah. It's very long vegetation. I was just.
1: I was watching National Geographic last night. Um, about the country of Chile, um, oh. and there was a tree. That only grows there and in Argentina. That sounded Mm. just like what you were talking about, but you said it's a plant, not a tree, so never mind.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So this is interesting in the fact that it look has like a little fur over over top of it, Mm -hmm. like a very very small fur, like little itty bitty white hairs. But upon touching them, you'll realize that they're like hypodermic needles (laughs) um, that shoot a venom through you, and up for weeks. Up to maybe months, I think has been recorded. You will have the pain that is tantamount to slamming that appendage in a car door. <laughs> Fuck. Uh yeah. So in and it's something in the venom only like activates in mammalian blood. But marsupials and beetles eat this plant. Like they chew on this plant, nibble mm-hmm. away at it. Mm-hmm. So it sort of Scientists think that it's really interesting That it has evolved To be fighting off mammalian blood Um, Me being fanciful in my thinking I think it's just a way of some plants Being like yo Humans, get the fuck away from me! <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you, like mammals, suck. <laughs> like y- all y'all do is run around and just, just kill us, just fuck everything up. all y'all do is just, you come through the fucking rainforest and chop us down and shit like that and fuck shit up. Stay the fuck away from me. Leave me alone. Uh, so that's that's why I brought that in the case. But yeah, man, I've just been thinking about carbon footprint recently. Uh, There's just there are people having conversations about whether they should be having children or not these days. I know. I've seen that. You've you've seen these conversations? Yeah, definitely. I think that just the fact that that's even a conversation is a wild conversation. Yeah. They don't want to leave their children a a shitty ass world. Well, okay, so that's one side of it is Uh do I want to do I want to bring them in here when, you know, we have all these social injustices going on? clearly, you know, a lot. A lot of people believe in global warming and that things are getting worse for us here, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side of it is, well, that only worsens the carbon footprint. If I bring in, you know, well, a lot of people are saying just have one child, but to but to come and have five, six children. Like, what is what is that bringing to the world, too? You know what I mean? Like, there's just that much more. That is now being brought to this world. It's just—it's very, very interesting conversation people are having about ways of trying to mitigate global warming and and stuff like that. Um, I think like the ocean is something that's overlooked a whole lot. It's just so much shit being poured into the ocean, bro. I
1: know, I know you've heard of that. Um, it's like a like a like a big garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean that's like the size of Texas or
0: something
1: yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like that's that's wild.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. That's pretty fucking insane. I think um, I think in like Vietnam, the, I don't know exactly where these were coming from. I mean, it could have just been trash from all different sorts of places. But there was a factory that had gotten raided because someone someone called in like an anonymous tip that they were doing some some foul play in this factory. Mm-hmm. There was a the fucking factory in Vietnam. These motherfuckers had confiscated like. Hundreds of thousands of used condoms from just I heard tra- about that. From trash just all from just all around. Wow. And it was just re Yeah, just like refitting them with some like wooden dick looking <laughs> thing and then and repackaging them and selling them. That's crazy. Tens of thousands of these things went out. Like they like they don't even know actually how many really did go back out. Wow. Like, that's not safe. Did they at least sanitize them? Or sanitary. Them? <laughs> they didn't sanitize them? You know not know? Nigga, listen. I guess you're doing. If you're doing, if you're doing all of that, yeah, it's not. like. <laughs> if you're doing all of that, I'm I'm also assuming that you're not sanitizing them. But, if you, but again, it's still not safe because you can't no. just be stretching condoms back out. Do you re-lube re- them? Yeah, probably, yeah. They <laughs> probably have to re-lube. Uh, oh, God. It's a, what a conversations are we having? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, like. We just got to do better as (laughs) people. We we just got to do better, man. I'm walking around Great Falls and things like that overlooking these beautiful fucking waterfalls on the docks that they've built for us that we have to pay for. And again, I was wondering why we got to pay for some of these things. But then I think, oh, wait, they're building these docks. They're building these pathways for us to go. They're, you know, keeping bears and other fucking terrible things away from us. And they're keeping it clean. And why do they have to keep it clean? Because, like I saw, there are a bunch of fucking assholes throwing beer cans and deer park water bottles and uh-huh. plastic forts and paper plates just all in the rocks and in the, in the woods and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm just like, what? Like, why? Like, what? So you came here because you knew it was a beautiful place. <laughs> you came here because you wanted to enjoy it with your family. But yet, you know that if everyone else acted the same way that you're acting, you would no longer want to come here. Right. So it's just like, just try to just, just come on, people. Like, let's just think about this. Like, just think about the way that we treat ourselves and treat the environment, treat people. Again, compassion. That's, that's it for me. Compassion goes into all of this. The way that we treat ourselves, the way that we treat other people, the way we treat nature. I think we just really need to hone in on compassion. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. That's, 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 that's all I got. Those, those might've been
1: my last words. Well, I'll make my last words is if you plan to get out here and do it take your ass to these polls and vote please please do so
0: Regar- regardless of of who of who you want to
1: vote yeah, for regardless I, I guess, of who you're voting for go you, out there and vote and if you didn't vote last election make your vote count for this one
0: uh, okay all, all right, right get out there and get out there and t- do you know about? wait a minute for a second yeah you know how the electoral college works? Um. Yeah.
1: I. I. I get the like, gist like of on a it. Pretty,
0: like on a pretty surface yeah, level. Yeah. For surface level. Okay. All right. Pretty, <laughs> all right. I, I just. I just. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know exactly how. And this is not. To, and this is not at all. Because wait a minute. I see the way that might have sounded. That that may have stepped on what you just said. That is not what that was. I was not trying to step on. Go out there and vote. No. Please go out there vote. Do your thing. You have your voice heard. Understood that. Understood. Just also do do your research, I would like to say, on the Electoral College, um, what it is, how it works, how how those electorates are are appointed, how long they stay there, what their votes mean versus our votes, what sort of state you live in, how many electorates you have in the Electoral College in your residing state. And what that means to your state and what what importance your state has on the United States of America. I just want to just just do some quick research on it. I'm not going to I'm not going to barrel down on you with with the facts, but do your research. Try to try to, you know, understand what the fuck is going on around you. Be an active participant in your life, please. That is all from Young One with himself. Thank you for all for listening. Thank you, Keon, again. Episode 30. Hey. In the books. Yes, sir. Peace.